On this week's episode of Bungalore on the Bus, we are hanging out at Soko in Thornton Park. Drinking drinks and eating raviolis. Welcome to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdegger. And I saved a fortune on car insurance by sleeping with your dad, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. You know dads who are uh, insurance agents? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Only the best. Yeah. A couple. I won't name names, though. Here on Bungalore and the Bus, we uh, talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. Such as Thornton Park, where we are tonight. Yeah. You know, some people might say we're in South Eola, and to those people, I say, mind your own business. Yeah. I don't care. We are at SoCo. Which means like Southern Comfort. And it has Southern Comfort food here. Yeah, we just had an amazing dinner. I had so many things because you can't eat shellfish, Brendan. Yeah, let's go through it. There was like fried oysters on chicharrones. Yes. Which looked amazing. Yeah, lobster dumplings. Which also looked gorgeous. They were amazing. Uh, we had like a, a chicken wing pate. Is that what he called it? Like Yeah, a, buffalo chicken pate. Which decadent. I'm not, sometimes I don't like pate, but this I love pate. fantastic. And then uh, for dinner, you had... I had scallops. Yeah, bay scallops or something. And then I had uh, a peanut ravioli. We got all the photos up on Bungalore and Instagram and all that stuff. Cute little TikTok. Maybe the cutest one I've ever made. I haven't made it yet. But (laughs) fantastic. Yeah, very, very good. Chef Greg Ritchie always takes care of us. The cocktail program is great. Just waiting on an old-fashioned to wash all this down. You already had one, you lush. I had a watermelon thing with vodka, John, and that doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count to no. your drinks? No, not Officer, vodka. I only had vodka. That yeah. doesn't count. <laughs> you should I, use that next time you get pulled over on your bike. I abfab once. Like, that does sound I like an I drink <laughs> vodka. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very obscure reference there. About? How was your week? Uh, it was good. It was good. Played some hockey this week like I always oh, do. Oh, no bruises? Uh, I did get hit on my inner thigh. Oh, show by us. a ball, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hurt for a few minutes, but okay. I'm all right. You got through it. Yeah, I think Fayez showed a picture of some bruised ribs or something. Yeah, we play hockey. We play street hockey every Tuesday with all the journalists in town. A few, all a few. the nerdy there's, ones. There's fewer and fewer every oh, week. Really? It feels like. Did Matthew Petty play? He played this week. Yeah, oh. WMFE star of WMFE. Matthew Petty. Probably. Sorry, Brendan Byrne. But he was probably waiting for me to show up because he felt bad. Well, you've come oh. before to the hockey, but the, you, you were only there to take photos. Handsome Greg Ritchie, the chef, just brought me my old-fashioned. Hi, chef. You want to sit wanna... down and chat with us for chef, a second, Greg? Chef, we're going to share a microphone so we can hear what you say. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for hosting us tonight, chef. We just were talking about how delicious everything was. Appreciate that. Always great to have you guys by. Missed you a little bit during this weird time we've had, but things are coming back. We were watching you. You were so nice during the pandemic. You were giving us like sourdough bread cooking tips on the Facebooks, and you were busy. You know what? We just wanted to find a way to keep you know relations open between the, our, our guests, and we wanted to be out there and, and, and show support to people, giving them something to take their mind off of whatever else out there, and just you know be part of that community. And uh, before we started tonight, you were telling us about your, your TV dinners. You're, you're switching it up here pretty soon. Yeah, TV dinners on Thursday night have been a mainstay. You know how every night of the week we've got a different special. 
Well, now we're switching to upcoming Thursday. We're going to be going forward with Southern Style Ramen. That's going to be our new Thursday night special. What does that mean? What, yeah, is what Southern does that mean? Style ramen? It sounds like a great country band. <laughs> <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Well, you know what? We're going to start with a great a broth that's going to have all the, the noodles and the such. You know, collard greens, uh, the soft egg, pork belly, corn, all the good vegetables and such. Probably some nice fresh radishes from the garden. It's going to be good. Y'all. Nice. Sounds good. I like well, how you say. Come back. I like how Chef says vegetables. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you had me at vegetables. Uh, Chef, is there anything you really want people to know about how amazing your restaurant is? Well, you know what? That's for other people to say on my behalf. But you know what? If you haven't been, you need to come. And if you have come, come on back. I was saying, Brendan. What? Of all the restaurants in downtown Orlando, downtown, I'm putting downtown's a big area to me. Uh, This is one of the few that I feel like has been open for a a good amount of time. In September, we will celebrate our eighth anniversary. All right. And there's not a ton like nicer restaurants that have been open for as long as you have. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, which we're is in good. Thornton Park and Thornton Park, we like to call it the downtown for grownups. <laughs> we're not getting too crazy out there, you know. Generally, sometimes you never know. But but it, but it, we're by Lake Eola, and it's 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 really nice out here. If you yeah. haven't been, you got to come check it out. Downtown light. No, that's what we call it. <laughs> but the, the but Main Street. That's actually their tagline for for Thornton Park. We're downtown light. Downtown for grownups. Oh, I like that. And it's uh, and this is a great place for brunch because they have that corner facing patio. Lots of umbrellas. You can see and be seen if you're feeling really cute. Come and have some mimosas and look cute. Chef, thanks so much for having us. Thank you, thank you, thank Guys, you. It's been a pleasure. Until next time. Oh. <laughs> you can't get rid of us. <laughs> um, well, Brendan, what did you do this week? Well, I was just featured on a nice little blog, uh, OrlandoVoyager.com. What is that? Is that like a Star Trek blog? It sounds like it, right? I'm the Janeway. <laughs> I probably wouldn't. Who would I? Chakotay. I don't know. <laughs> no? I'm only on original Star Trek right now. <laughs> like the weird guy with all the that falls in love with the space bean. They're all space beans. <laughs> what am I saying? Uh, they do profiles of, of young movers and shakers oh. in Orlando. Have they just not got to me yet? Not yet, I guess. Right. I'm, not, I'm not going to be young forever. I put you, they ask you for referrals. And oh, I, you're and like, I, not that guy. Not John Bussing. Right. Maybe when he was doing his videos. Yeah. But you've been doing like I might do another one here soon. I like it. And then uh, we did Aardvark stuff because we, we're their brunch ambassadors. Uh-huh. That you've never been to. I haven't to, been yet. Even though you and I are supposed to be brunch ambassadors. Do you want to go this weekend? Yeah, we'll see. I can't. I got to shoot some video. Yeah, always excuses. That's what I'm hearing. News. News. That's what we normally talk about here. I love when you say that every time I say news. Uh, Orange County is extending sewage services to Wakiva residences. Really? Yeah, what which, does that mean? Well, 2,000 homes over there are on septic. I'm on septic. Well, it's no good because <laughs> sometimes those older homes that are on septic are leaking. So gross. Like a bad date. And uh, they're polluting the nearby Wakiva River. Okay. They know it. They know it's happening. So and they're so, going to put sewers there? Yeah, they're extending it out to those 2,000 homes. They're going to put them all on it. And it's part of this 15-year strategy to uh, save the river basin. How do they choose which homes get sewers and which ones don't? Uh, I think it's just going to be all of them. Because I'm not. I'm on a septic. Generally, you have to pay for that yourself. If I want a sewer? Yeah. If you want to get off septic all right. and you want to be on the sewage, because then you have to pay monthly fees. But then I also don't have to pay for a septic tank and septic cleaning if I'm on the sewer system. Right. I was on septic when I grew up. I mean, that's what we're on. Yeah. So well, I'm going to keep it that way. After a while, it's no good. It just gets old. It's true. It's a... 
poopy situation. You do have to replace it. Speaker permit moratoriums have passed downtown. What for, does that mean? No, this is part of that uh, thing that kind of got debunked, the strategy to solve gun violence downtown by getting rid of that street party atmosphere, atmosphere that uh, our friend Thomas Chapman hates so much, shaking his giant hands at. And uh, they were going to start capping sidewalk cafes at 10 p.m., making them close. But that's out the window. It's no longer on the table. But speakers? Speakers meaning like music, not music. people speaking. And you have to get permits to do it. And, and they're renewing permits. And so they're just not going to let you renew them. Are there them. a lot of places that have music Everybody outside? downtown pumps music outside. Really? Everybody. All right. I guess I haven't been downtown in a little bit. Yeah. And maybe I just don't notice it because I just think it's coming out of the bar. And it's loud. I get it. You want people to come in. It's an easy way to get people to come in. You, you know the vibe inside that place, judging by what you're listening to, right? Yeah. As you walk, right? Like when you smell a, a burger when you're walking by McDonald's. Like, uh-huh. There was a place in Toronto that would like fan pizza oh, fumes yeah. out to the sidewalk. So it would make you come in. that with their fried chicken. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's why I'm, I can't go there. I'm too bad. <laughs> I can't smell fried chicken. I have no self-control. But they, uh, they, it's passed, and then the, what was it? Meaning what? They can have speakers or can't have speakers? Cannot have them. The more, there is a moratorium for the next six months. No speakers. On speakers downtown. What if they're little speakers? No. No. no Anything that faces the public right of way, no longer. What if it's a giant, like, funnel that <laughs> puts the music out, <laughs> like an old-timey cartoon with, <laughs> the, just, with the, on your ear? Yeah, they're just going to turn up the volume inside. Is yeah. what they're going to do, right? Yeah. Uh, and also, the they're cracking down on people without permits for cafes. Really? Yes. And and like we said last week, there are only nine businesses in the, within the whole city of Orlando that have permits for their, their cafes that are in the public right-of-way, which means everybody else who doesn't have a permit could potentially have it shut down if they don't get a permit. And it's $500 to get a permit. $50 to renew every year, but $500 for an initial. That's not a ton of money. I mean, it's a it is for change. some of these smaller cafes, like a little coffee shop. Yes. They can't afford $500. But like, so wait, can I have a cafe during the day or is this anytime? Anytime. Anytime oh, in the public right away unless should... you have a permit. Okay. Yeah. All so right. watch that. Gas. It's almost at $3 a gallon. Diesel's over $3, which Ugh. my truck takes. Really? Yeah. Oh, Yeah. You got to switch to, like, what they did in Back to the Future. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Movie. You want me <laughs> Banana peels. Garbage? Yeah, it's uh-huh. garbage. I would do that. You could do, you could do biodiesel. I don't know. It doesn't work. I don't you think it's like the same. A, you, you have, you know, homesteading things happening at it's your home. That's true. You could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble. That's all right. Right? Uh, Africa. Is leaving us in its dust right now, so we're getting some beautiful sunsets as this dust plume oh, oh, this, is the, the blown Saharan yeah. dust winds. Yeah. You know what I thought once? What? This, what? At the risk of sounding weird, I, it's like African shamans punishing the West, you know, by sending all this dust at us. I could see that. But it gives us beautiful sunsets. I, I, <laughs> so. I don't even know if I've noticed. Have you oh, noticed? Yeah, we have a beautiful sunset. Every I feel summer like we, we always beautiful have beautiful sunsets. They're sunset. even more beautiful in the summer when we get all this dust. Okay. I am feeling a little allergy-ish, but I don't know if it's just sim- psychosomatic because I think it's too high up in the atmosphere to like probably us. probably kind of floating through. Is this going to go away soon? Yeah, one day oh. when the when, when things shift. 
when an El Nino comes through, you know, elbows its way through the Atlantic. Uh, Florida schools going silent in the fall. They're going to have little moments of silence. I now. saw this. Moments of prayer. So I saw that. So I saw that. They're, Tell they're me what technically you think. not moments of prayer. They're moments of silence. And you can literally do anything you want, right? Fart. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not silent unless it is silent. It's really, uh, they're all just going to be giggling. I don't know. I, I understand what the reasoning behind it is because I think it is to try to make people, I don't want to say people, kids maybe pray, but the language of it, although I, I, I should say the I haven't read. The only way to get it through, the I language mean, has to be very open. I don't have to do open. anything, right? I can just sit there for right. a minute or two minutes but or whatever. You no, know it's for prayer. It's yeah. for prayer. But and you're going to have some country teacher out there say, all right, y'all, let's Thank Jesus for it's not just, getting us through we another be, day. We should be fair. It's not just country people that do that. I mean, there's a lot of schools in Miami that do crazy stuff as well. Like what? <laughs> a lot of those. You got to validate that. A same. lot of those schools that you see that have issues when You're it comes to. You're telling me this isn't for the panhandle to it get behind be. Governor DeSantis it's when not he just, inevitably runs the for the president? When, he signed, when Governor DeSantis signed that trans bill, yeah. where did he do it at? I don't know. Jacksonville. <laughs> what does Which that is a, have to wait, do with anything? I'm saying that's an urban city. It's yeah, not a Jacksonville <laughs> urban city. It's a, it, Come on. It's the large it's one of the largest cities in Florida. Yeah, Jacksonville. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> that's what I have to say. Obviously, do I'm whatever not a supporter you want. of it. Thank do you. We had it in school for a hot minute in elementary school in Canada. Uh-huh. Until all the parents led by my parents got rid of it. Could you but but like you said, I think on on social media, Brendan, you could do yoga for yoga. 2 minutes. And you know what? To be honest, when when I worked for an art nonprofit, I won't say their name cuz they can't spit in this restaurant. <laughs> when I worked for them, we used to make kids do yoga before we made them do their activities in the summer camps. Because okay. it helped center them, you know? Like is having it, that moment. Is it so bad to have somebody to sit there for 1 minute do whatever they no. want? No. In but if theory. that's what in it theory. is. If that's what it is. But why can't we call it that? Cuz I know John, it's, it's a stepping. It's probably it's a stepping stone for the governor. But they have cut so out. when he gets up there, he'll it's say, true. "I'm the guy that brought prayer back to school." But and they then are his there, next thing that he can't. did just now. The thing is, they can't bring prayer back to school. That has John, been you and I know ruled that. for sixty you and years. I both know 70 that. Years. But this is a foothold, <laughs> and when he's the president, something <laughs> will change, and he'll be like. Now, if you want, now everybody needs to pray, and it's not that much different from the moment of silence. Uh-huh. And then it just keeps I'll getting I'll be curious how this plays out. And then this thing about sending Florida cops to <laughs> patrol the Mexican I was border. A little, I was a little surprised by this. <laughs> I think everybody should be surprised by that. <laughs> so the so we'll say the Arizona governor, I guess, put like a bat signal call out. Yeah, Texas and Arizona. We need your cops here now and, and because the border has a lot of people coming over. And, and to be fair. Vice like, President went over and said, don't come here. To be fair, don't though, there have across. been more people crossing the border than yeah. in, in the last two, three, four, five years. Like okay. a lot more. So there is an issue there. I'm, yeah. I, I wouldn't deny that. I'm not denying that. I'm not, I don't know if the solution is to send your local and state police. Who have no training <laughs> in patrolling borders? Yeah. No, that's what... The home, what's it called? Homelands. Oh, well. That's what that's for. Yeah, yeah. That's what, call home your troops. Yeah. Do that. What do I, you mean? I just don't. What is Joe Schmo from a Popka Police <laughs> Department going to do in Arizona? I don't know what they're going to do. I Ridiculous. mean, and we will say, I'm not sure a Popka has agreed to this, but 
uh, some of the sheriff's office. No. I think Brevard and I Hillsboro. know we don't talk politics, but we no, keep talking but, about it because this but this, this isn't necessarily politics. Yes, it it's, is. No, John. it's, it's it the is. same reason he put in this moment of silence. It's so the governor could say. We, I went out there and did the hard work to patrol yeah. the borders, and it wasn't just, even I'm the thing. I, I knew it was right. Me in Florida, we I'm came. a little, I'm a little surprised. Not that, not that. That's all it is. That he's doing it. I, I'm not surprised at that. I, I'm not even surprised other sheriffs and and highway patrol are, are offering to do it. I'm curious about. Okay, let's say we send 300 uh, law enforcement officers there. Yeah. I'm just picking a number. Now, let's say, for instance, I live in a community where they sent people. Let's say Brevard, because this is one of the communities where they're sending it. Let's say I am a victim of a crime in Brevard during this time period where they sent somebody they have, to Mexico. Right. Am I going to say, look, not Mexico, the Mexican border. Uh, am I going to say, look, could this crime have been prevented if you yes. would have not sent my law enforcement officers you know, three thousand or two thousand miles away. Sean, the answer is yes, and that that would really make me mad. It's also. I wonder if it opens them up to a lawsuit if like something really bad. That's happens. what I mean. I mean, let's say right. there's a mass shooting in one of these communities that sent deputies to to uh, one of the border. I mean, I just don't know how that would work out. All right, Brandon, moving on, moving on. Well, did you hear this drama about uh, Chief Rolone possibly maybe leaving town? I saw that. So he is the chief of police in Orlando. Orlando Rolone, <laughs> chief, chief of police <laughs> of Orlando. I mean, that fits. He sat down with uh, Alexa Lorenzo. Channel 9. Yeah, WFTV. And, and she asked him, hey, we found out that you are in this short list to be the new chief of police for Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, and I guess in Fort Lauderdale, they've had an interim chief for like four or five months for okay. some reason. Something bad happened. Oh. And they, I, I think they fired their chief or let him go or whatever okay. or her. I don't remember. And so there's an interim chief there now. And I think he's on the list to also maybe be chief. But uh, Chief Rolone is also on that list. And, I, and, and, yeah, so he was asked in an interview about that. And, uh, you know, basically danced around and said, oh, you'll have to ask them. <laughs> uh-huh. you know. He's been chief two, three years here in Orlando since uh, Sheriff Mina now left yep. the chief of police. He became chief, chief His alone. His wife was apparently head of multicultural affairs city, yeah. in the city of Orlando. Uh, she she was down from her job. So we'll see what We're happens feeling with that. like he's I, you know, I, for it, and he's you know, going to take I, the job. I I've said this to you, Brendan. You, I, I can't blame people for wanting other jobs because no. I don't know their family situation or whatever. Maybe, maybe he that'll be closer to home. I for can't him. blame you though for not just admitting it. There's nothing political about being honest about being in a process. You know, oh, I was yeah. offered. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, or well, was he offered or was he? Did he apply? There's a difference mm. too. And that face, he knew he looked like a guy that <laughs> got caught with his finger in the pie. You know. Anyway, let's maybe he wasn't expecting that question. He definitely was not. Was <laughs> not. But he he took it with good humor, which I thought was funny. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll be eating more things and drinking this old fashioned. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Eden Bar and the Florida Film Festival. This week, you can catch a documentary about actress Rita Moreno and her 70-year career that defied her humble childhood and relentless racism to become a celebrated actor and an EGOT. 
That means she has an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony, in case you didn't know. Rita Moreno, just a girl who decided to go for it, opens today. Other must-sees include a screening of Young Frankenstein for the Father's Day Barbecue this Sunday. Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter is Dead starts on Tuesday, June 29th. And it's the film's 30th anniversary. And The Summer of Soul, an amazing documentary by Questlove, celebrating black history, culture, and fashion, and never-seen-before performances by Stevie Wonder, Nina Simone, Sly and the Family Stone, and more. Go to nzian.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. All right, Mo. I know somebody who got in an accident and they were looking for an attorney a few days after the accident, but how soon should you go out looking for a lawyer after you've got an accident? Well, I would say that, you know, your number one priority is to get better. Go get medical treatment, but you want to contact an attorney as soon as possible for a couple of reasons. Number one, you know, they want to make sure they preserve all the evidence possible. So there could be, you know, camera footage, depending on the type of uh, accident it is. There could be, you know, black box data information in the vehicle. You want to preserve all that information. As well as the attorney, maybe if you don't have health insurance, for instance, they may be able to get you in with a doctor who will treat you on what they call a letter of protection. So basically, they'll agree to treat you and get paid out of any possible settlement down the road. That way, you don't have to come out of pocket. Because again, the number one most important thing after an accident is to get the treatment that you need. So if I'm on my way to the hospital, I probably shouldn't call the attorney. I should wait until I feel a little bit better. Well, I usually recommend making those decisions when you're when your head's a little bit more clear and you've had some time to think. Um, but you can always call if you have, if you have a question, you can always call and get some advice. But I'd probably wait to actually, you know, sign a contract with an attorney maybe till the next day until uh, you're feeling a little better. And if you're going to call, you should probably just call Mo. That's correct. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Bustegger. And I just want to know if you'll still be my friend if I tell you I hate your kids. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Some kids are okay. Some are. I'm not saying all the kids quiet are bad. Ones. The quiet like, ones. If you had kids and I told you, I hate them. I hate your kids. I've met some parents that have crummy kids. Would you tell them? No, I would just not want to be around their kids. <laughs> I just wonder about that sometimes. I, I think I would probably tell someone. Uh, you have crummy then, kids? Yeah, just be like, I just don't like your kids. <laughs> I like you a lot. Your kids I suck. don't like your kids. <laughs> if you want to hang out with me, let's just hang out without them. Uh-huh. Is that a bad thing to say to someone? No, I don't think so. No? All right. It's just a struggle that's <laughs> popped into my head for no reason, you know? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Brendan, we're here at Soco tonight <laughs> here in Thornton Park. Yeah. Having some fantastic food. Southern-inspired yes, cuisine. Yes, I had scallops tonight and shrimp and all kinds of things. When I had peanut ravioli. Vegan. Yeah. but You're vegan like, now. But peanuts. You're not vegan. Vegan adjacent. <laughs> I just like I like the meat too much. You I know, know you I mean? do. But you likes the bone. And uh, delicious. The cocktails here are always perfect. Service is great. Probably some of the best service in town. I agree. Yeah, I love it. News. News. That's what we talk about here. If you like what you hear, go to bungalower.com. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, thanks. Or our OnlyFans. Uh, UCF just got a, the biggest gift they've ever gotten ever. $40 million. Yeah. Unrestricted. Unre- do what you want. Sometimes build people a, are like... Build that building that you stole all the money. I should say that. That's not right. <laughs> build that building that you uh, inappropriately maybe... We were just talking off air about the importance of words and how sometimes <laughs> we get in trouble that talking was a about joke. people. That was a joke. <laughs> 
I actually didn't think that was as big of a deal as everybody made it out to be. Uh, really? What? Really? Yeah. Whatever. It's a public institution. Build you can't buildings. say you're using that public. That's public funds. Yeah. When it's funds for a public institution, you can't spend things you say is for one thing on something else. What was it? What was the, What were they talking about? Are we going back too I far on this? Too far. Anyway, $40 million. <laughs> largest gift in its 58-year history for the university, yeah. which is crazy. And apparently, Mackenzie Scott, who gave the money, uh, who's married to Dan Jewett, uh, Ex, apparently was ex-wife of Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Bezos, which I don't, you know, I'm all for like, like what's George Clooney's wife's name? Oh, and she's an amazing world-class attorney. Yeah, and I should know. And that's so the day, right? But we don't want to say. I know. I George so like, Clooney's wife. I know what you're saying here, and I actually feel this way too. We want to say that by I, their name. I do. Now think, I can't even remember her name, so it underscores the importance of. But I do think if if you're giving away billions of billions of dollars. I think there needs to be a little context, but I don't think it needs to be the first part of the story. It doesn't need to be Mackenzie Phil or Mackenzie Scott. Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. Yeah, Dave, I think it could be which in that I story. I saw some of those headlines. And I'm like, oh, I saw one like that too, gross. and I thought that was not right. Yeah. But I do think it might need to be mentioned in there somewhere. I think so too. Well, it says kind of how. Yeah, know, I'm sure. I'm sure that Severance. She's was probably really a wonderful woman in her own right. I would. Well, she I must be. She just gave away forty million dollars to a public That's university. True. That's it's true. Cool. Uh, Sunrail. Having a tough time during the pandemic. They I can could, imagine. They could uh, benefit from a $40 million grant. <laughs> yeah. They could, have, they could benefit from any grant. Anything. Just please give them money. They were really hedging their bets, like most things uh, around here, for that transportation tax. The penny sales the tax? penny sales tax that was about to go through, and then the pandemic hit. They pulled it. They're going to come back and with they pulled that, it, though, in Orange County. I think so. We've talked about this before because I was like, well, why pull it? Like, is the importance of transportation gone because of a pandemic? I think nobody wants to be behind a tax during when people are losing jobs. It's a penny. I under, I get that. What's that going to, you know? I mean, if you extrapolate it, I mean, it's a lot yeah. of money to some people. But I, I agree with you. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But still, if you're going to try to push this thing, people might not want to vote because you don't want to do this whole big push. And no. then your commission says, well, we're not going to raise taxes while you're losing your job. I hear that. So... I mean, Perception. what's a year? And then what's a year? But that being said, the penny funds a lot of things. It does. It could be funding more bike paths and things here in town. And so I'm excited to see that come back. Anyway, back to Sunrail. They, uh, at their lowest point during the pandemic, which was April 2020, 20,000 people used the train that month, which I'll tell you, it seems like a lot to me. I don't know. I mean, that's what? For them. How many a day? <laughs> Less than like a thousand a day? Yeah. It's, it's going. It's going. It's slowly trickling back up. We'll see what happens. Sunrail's tough. I know they're finally about to start uh, finishing the last stretch to Deland. That would be fun. I was talking about. I went to Deland the other day with I my love mom. Deland. And if if we could have hopped on the train in Winter Park and then rode it up to Deland, I think we would have huh. done that. If it, I don't know where it drops you off. ASMR. I'm drinking <laughs> my my cocktail. I don't know where it drops you off in Deland. I, I don't know where their station's at. But like. Like Sanford, it doesn't. Downtown, Sanford's outside of downtown. It's, it's a, you can't walk to downtown no. from Sanford. You got to either get an Uber or a shuttle or something. Well, they have a, there's a shuttle. Yeah, but it's it's only during certain times. And, and DeBerry, there ain't nothing there in that station. Um, so it'd be OBJ, cool. OBJ Ryan Lynch wrote. You play hockey? I play hockey with Ryan. So Ryan just did a great piece about it on the OBJ, and he interviews the director for Sunrail, and he, and the director actually talked about how because of the pandemic now. 
they're they're rephrasing, rethinking about how they operate because a, a, a light rail right now doesn't make as much sense because people aren't going downtown to work anymore. So they're wait, leaving to is work. Is it possible the pandemic will force them to make it to where like people Sundays can just and ride Sundays. it whenever? Yes. And, and that'd be great. And they say that's their top priority right now is Good. extending it to Saturdays and Sundays. And Good. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. You want more people to ride it? Make it so I can go to Sanford or Deland get drunk and come home. Exactly. I'm on a train. Exactly. That's all I want to do. And me too. And not at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, maybe no. till 10 or 10. 11. I want to take a late drunk train back home me too hop on a line i'll be sober by the time you get home it's perfect <laughs> right anyway that's what i'm looking at valencia college just uh voted to allow Unions. their adjunct professors to form a union which is adjuncts adjunct professors mean they're not full-time yes right? they they teach like a class here and there they make it's the, up to 70 percent of their workforce are part-time teachers, uh, yes. adjunct professors. Yes. And they make $2,000 for each three-credit course that they teach. Per class. So that's $500 per month per class that they teach. Yeah, it's not very much. No. No. That's and, poverty-level wages. And, and I, we shouldn't say this is only Valencia. Like, this is how a lot of adjunct yeah, professors but are this is a, a lot, lot of, of adjuncts. It's You're... you're that's a, it's like service workers. They're depending on low-wage workers to make a lot of money for universities. Yeah. They're depending on a lot of I, I've who never, have some high student loans they got to pay off. I don't know how they're doing that on an adjunct professor thing. So anyway, they can now enjoy the perks of collective bargaining for higher and wages. And we'll see what that means in the future. Is that going to mean higher wages or, or not? Yeah, they can bargain for them now we'll with their see. union. Yeah, I would expect us to be talking about this. Yeah, in a year or two. I've just I've never seen the luxury of wanting to be a uh, unless you're like a top college professor. It always seems like a crummy job. Well, the like, only way to get there is to do your time, right? And that's, that's true. That's what they tell it's you. It's just like journalism, I guess. Yeah, it's exactly like journalism. Also, not very well because you get these people that want to do it, and I get it. I was a reporter for a long time. Yeah, it's like your blood. It's in your blood. I got to do this. And then you're like, why do they treat me so bad? Uh-huh. Because they can. Yeah. Your because bosses so many other and people, your readers. Yeah, because yeah. so many other people <laughs> want to do it as well. Yeah. And if you say, oh, I'm not doing this no more, there's 20 other people that are ready to do it tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. I'm glad I do it on my own. Nobody yeah. else will hire me. Royal Caribbean just delayed their first cruise from uh, Florida, out of Florida, because crew members tested positive. Uh-oh. They had just an, uh, vaccinated. They have 1,400 people on this odyssey of the seas boat right i guess i have to say ship ship someone will send me a letter right and it was scheduled to go out july 3rd but eight of their 1400 crew members tested positive for wait COVID. july 3rd that's still like two weeks from now well they gotta give it they're delaying it and it's gonna be delayed until july 31st and they had all been vaccinated on june 4th and they would be considered fully vaccinated today but it's too late. Just so you know, because a lot of people get that vaccination, and then they just go back to make it on with strangers. Yeah, two weeks. You got to wait at two least. Weeks. That's what just happened. They got sick, and even after that, you can still get sick. It's true. You know, it's just giving you a fighting chance. It's like it, they're giving you a bow staff and a karate fight. At some point, fight. though, like you, at some point, you have to. I don't want to say give up that ship, but like, I mean, can you do this forever? We were like, well, we're going to be doing COVID testing for the next fifty years. No, How but the that next work? couple of years. I mean, we I get, get low. the flu going on. I'm not trying to. I'm not an yeah. anti-vaxxer here. Sounds like you are. 
<laughs> I don't know. I just wonder how far into the future we'll continue to do all this. If ever, if, if most people who want to get vaccinated are vaccinated. Well, Orange County public schools, right? They're debating the face mask policy. Uh, we're recording this Thursday. Which so nobody has a face mask on here. And, in the restaurant. And, and nobody has one like anywhere I go anymore. But schools are making them do it. And, and well, like I guess... Because they're dealing with kids that aren't vaccinated. Yes, that's kids, part of it. They're just starting to get vaccinated, right? It's so true. So the schools are saying they still want to wear them. Uh, parents are saying they should allow... The parents should be allowed to decide what's best for their children. Okay. Which, go figure. <laughs> of course they feel like that. And they were supposed to vote on it today, and I saw a tweet about it that they had to take a break because parents were not wearing their masks in the public, in the public forum. Yeah. And they refused to put their masks on. So they had to take a break and leave and give them a timeout. <laughs> and then they were chanting, you know, we don't have anything else to do. We're here all day. Yeah. Like, yeah, obviously, because you're there in the middle of a day. You got nothing else to do. Anyway, interesting to see what happens with that. Supreme Court rejected medical marijuana amendment. Really? A lot of national state stuff. Sorry. Should we just move to local things? Yeah. Yeah. Orlando, most expensive apartment, now leased. How much? Guess. A month? Yes. You're never going to guess. Twelve thousand dollars a month. Yes, is it? What? You're I just crazy. picked a number. I didn't even read your story. You're so smart. Wait, I didn't write about it. Where is this? OBJ wrote about where it. Where is this golden palace <laughs> in Orlando? In the lake house over in Ivanhoe Village. Really? Which Ivanhoe under the lens right now, man? I don't know what it is, but it is blowing up. Downtown light. I, <laughs> I think it's because. It's in between downtown and Winter Park. Same as, uh, yeah, so, I mean, so you're it's close. Just, right? It's going high up, so it's just easier to develop. Uh, cheaper properties. Who rents a $12,000 apartment? This person is, man. 3-3. Three, three, I guess three. if you have that much money, maybe it doesn't matter. This is the apartment that I went, I took a tour of the penthouse, and I saw a bald eagle dive down and grab a fish from yeah. Lake Ivanhoe. Or Lake, Lake Ivanhoe? Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. I wish I could live here. The, the whole building costs $76 million to wow. build. So that's, you got to charge that much just to get your money back. 12000 bucks a month. Could you imagine spending that much on no, just your house? I can't imagine spending that much on anything, John. That's how much I spend on my house a year. A year? Yeah. On your, Basically, oh, that's roughly. Nice. That's not bad. Yeah. All right. I got in good. Yeah. But like a month. Once um, again, if that's your, if that's, and you don't you own that much it. money, and yeah. you don't own it, yeah. But once again, you, you, I'm sure that person I owns guess it's something. Like me spending stuff on my TV subscriptions, you know, because <laughs> they're just like, ah, whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah. What are we gonna do? Uh, since we're talking about Ivanhoe and how much it's blown up, uh, your friend Nora uh-huh. is is very sad right now. Really? Have you reached out to her? No. No, you're gonna have to because across the street from her in an old car lot. Uh, somebody's building a big fancy new cigar venue. Really? Yeah, cigar lounge. Like, like I saw like the photo that you had. Yeah, we put up. We got the renderings. We I shared think them. That'll just bring more business to Virginia. I would think. I think I, I'm going to assume those. Nora supporters crowds. disagree. Really? Oh yeah. I just think they're different. Like crowds. they're under siege. Like it's the end of Ivanhoe Village. I don't know. But it's very interesting to see. It's a. It looks like an airport. I saw the photo. Fo- I saw the the rendering. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how it changes. I don't know. I just think. I, I wonder if they're different crowds. Different people would go to each one. I would think. It's called uh, J Nico. Which is named after Jean Nicot, the French diplomat that introduced tobacco to France. Okay. Uh, they're going through the zoning process right now. They have to convince Lake Highland Prep that they can sell liquor there and it won't affect the 
their students. Interesting. Which is it's very close. Anything that's within a thousand feet to the property. Okay. I mean, but they probably okayed that before. I mean, Santiago's oh, yeah. is there, and uh, Ivanhoe Park Brewing even yes. closer. Hammered Lamb, you know, uh, it's really they're close to the baseball field, and yes. not the school proper. But whatever. Yeah, interesting. It's going to bring more traffic to Virginia Drive, though. It is, and then talk about up and the street. Where do you even park then? They'll build in because oh. they're buying a lot behind that okay. car lot. So it's a big property that yeah. they've assembled. Uh, OUC is looking to sell the old Ivanhoe building. Yes. Right? Which we've been the power station. Yeah, yeah. We were bad. It's like a ghost story in there. <laughs> we made out in the catacombs. It's, like a, it, it, it's so spooky in there. Yeah. It's where I got the demon that lives inside me <laughs> from underneath. It, it was uh, Orlando's first power plant, I think. And it was How, decommissioned in 1958. Were they making there? Just pumping water through from probably like a hydraulic Lake Island. plant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or coal. I. I mean, were they burning things there? Was it know. a furnace? They had a diesel thing in there too. So maybe it was diesel because it, it had to. It was all polluted underneath. They had I, to scoop out all that diesel. I believe that. And it's also a little bit underneath the water line from the lake, so it. It gets flooded all the time and mold. So they've they've been working on it since they had to kick out Orlando Ballet and CFC Arts because that was the first Dr. Phil was performing arts center. Yes. And they had to kick them out because of black mold. They've remediated it quite a bit. Still lots of work to do. So they're looking to sell it and then use that money to put towards their uh, Mission Zero clean energy things they're trying to do. So it's smart. It's a cool building. I mean, if you had the money to make it into something cool... You could turn it into something like a like a food hall or like a whole Oxford Exchange yeah, in Tampa, all that stuff. But you got to have some money behind. Someone's that. just gonna gut it, and make it in the lofts. I think you could do that as well. Yeah, which like who wouldn't want to live in expensive lofts overlooking True. the lake? But I just think it's gonna take a good chunk of change to do it right and save like a million, and then you could probably sell the lofts for a million. Yeah, yeah. We were looking at that there at Samsara. They were those were selling for. I want to say $5 million, those you know, those units. You could do that there, too. It would be beautiful. Who's buying these things? We're in the <laughs> wrong business. <laughs> I know. Girl Scouts uh, still have lots of cookies. They're sitting on 214,000 boxes. Yeah, this is warehouse. like, I want to say $15 million nationwide. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a combination of things, too. It's, it's you know, pandemic and... Uh, there was something else about like the palm oil inside of it. Did you read that? Oh no! So apparently they use palm oil. There's two bakeries. One's in Kentucky and one's somewhere else. And I guess they use some palm oil that is like the Associated Press wrote a big story about how like, the practices of getting that palm oil. Not good. So some troops were boycotting oh. selling cookies. It was a minute amount, and so I don't think that had a, a huge effect on this. This it's a monoculture. I was in Thailand once. We went through a palm plantation. Yeah. They'll like mow down rainforests oh, yeah, to build yeah. these palm trees. But I think, you know, Girl Scouts weren't going door to door to sell. Mm-hmm. They weren't setting up anything. Nope. People weren't buying them. And so, and they can't sell them in stores because it sort of ruins the whole once a year thing. Right. And so they might start selling these to uh, like prisons and stuff. <laughs> and they might like use them as cookies in prisons, like as bulk items. Like we'll just oh, sell you. A huge lot of cookies, uh, and they only. I like the gumption, but I don't only like good the idea of people in prison eating Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, they should, that's a treat. Well, that's you don't think they should treat. get a treat every now and then? No, not when you're in prison. Well, what if they're being good? 
No. <laughs> I didn't know you were so hard on crime, Brendan. I'm not really. Wow. But you can't like. I've, they're still human beings. They get dessert they every now and get then. Girl Sky cookies? Why not? They deserve a thin mint every now and then. No, I think so. Not if they murdered an old granny. Oh, well, I, I okay, not if they me. stole my TV. <laughs> you know, like you did something bad. Treat them you like don't humans, get cookies. Man. No, you don't give a. You don't give people a reward when they're being bad. You okay, wait. <laughs> fine. Maybe they just if they good behavior, they're supposed to eat gruel every day. No. Yeah, unless they do something. Maybe if they do something really good, then instead of it getting like a gold star. Anyway, they got to figure out what to do with all these get cookies because their expiration date is a year after, supposedly. So we'll see. Sell them for half price. They're still charging full price. Yeah. Yeah. Just sell it. They should just be selling them for Uber. Just like if you get in an Uber, you get a free box of cookies? No, like, you, like on Uber Eats. Like you could order a box of cookies late at night. All just right. make it a 24-hour thing All right. or sell them on Amazon. Or just like have a company buy them and give them out as gifts. That's what something. they're trying to do, trying to sell them in bulk. All right, we got like three minutes, Brendan. Oh, my gosh. Let's go through. We have a map of fried chicken in Central Florida all up on bungalore.com. Go check it out if you want to tr- find the fried chicken places in town. Please don't do more than one in one day. Miami-based Wild Fork is opening in Winter Park. They have over 700 types of meat, Wow, John. that's a lot of meat. It's a lot of meat. But they're also being investigated <laughs> for having too much influence over the country's meat market. Really? Uh, yeah, their parent company is being investigated. I put a link in it. You can see it up All on right. com. White Castle, their ghost kitchens now reopen. If you want to order White Castle, I don't know. Maybe White Castle should buy the Girl Scout cookies and sell those inside the with their burgers. There you go. Starbucks is eyeing up the former K restaurant space in College sure Park. Sure are. That's my hood. I apparently broke a lot of people's hearts by sharing that. We could talk about it another time. I'm a, I'm I'm on the fence about it. Okay. They need it. They want to do drive-throughs. That's I know. a big loss. I, ra- I guess I'd rather have something there than nothing there. It was open for a long time. Nobody wanted it. Yeah. College Park is a tough demo to break into because they don't necessarily support local restaurants. But that Starbucks. Is busy all the time. All the time. All the time. And that's what they like. Yeah. So college parkers aren't complaining. Tap room stays busy. That's a local restaurant. Uh, Orange County Public School just launched a mobile to-go lunch program. So if you or someone you know needs has kids under the age of 18 that are no longer getting fed because they're not in school because they have that assisted lunch program, you can go to these local library branches and they will give you free lunches. Great. So look that up on Bungalore. Lime and Wheels, the scooter companies have teamed up. You can now rent either either of those scooters on the Lime app, which is great. I love that. Crystal Lagoons. Remember these guys who do those man-made big fancy lagoons that are filtered by magnets somehow? No. Like no. X-Men magnets? You haven't heard about that? No. They build lakes. They're like giant lake swimming pools. They're going to have one in Lake Nona, and they build them generally for private developments, but now they're going to start making them for public use, cool. too. We're going to be getting one in Orlando. Nobody can tell me where, which is why I haven't written about it yet. It all seems fake until I see it happen. I've, all right. So they're trying to hype us up, but I didn't fall for it until I get a location. Uh, Orange County Animal Services is near capacity. They have about 200 dogs in their care at the moment, which is not ideal. Nope. So they have two or three dogs in each kennel. I saw the change.org petition to upgrade it. Oh, they had like... Oh, they're like, trying. Like a few thousand signatures. They want. They have the property. They want yeah. a bigger. They need it's a bigger money. place. They it's all money facility. on that one. They should have a bigger facility. They should. If you want to adopt a dog, now is your time. It's $10 to get a, a, these pre-approved, pre-vetted dogs. 
and uh, they need your help because everybody's returning all those pandemic puppies they got. Keep your puppies, Keep, man. That's so sad. It is. If you're going to return it, you probably shouldn't have had it in the first place. Probably. Uh, are we done? Yeah, we probably. All right. History Center is free through the 13th. Oh, it's done. Yeah, missed Forget that. It. Missed that. Uh, oh, it's free for uh, uh, dads. Father's oh. Day. You can all right. How are they going to prove that? I don't know. <laughs> you have to look really tired and have a beard. <laughs> Brandon, we got to thank our friends here at SoCo for the fantastic food. Every time we come here, it's delicious. I love coming here. Chef uh, Greg Ritchie always takes care of us. Sure does. He'll take care of you, too. He's very handsome. I'd let him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Brandon. Let's get out of here. Oh, and we have a whole list of Juneteenth activities up on bungalow.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.